I'm actually going to need the screen up really soon. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I should have told you ahead of time. I want to ask everybody uh, a couple of questions. First of all, um, how many of you, and you don't have to raise your hand, but just think about this. How many of you growing up had something that you traded? Whether it was baseball cards, uh, whether it was some kind of valuable thing, maybe it was a coin, maybe it was stamps, you collected things and you traded with other people. And uh, you're always wanting to trade. uh, And the reason for trade is very simple. You want to trade to get something better than you already have. Uh, there's really no point to trade something if you're going to end up with something worse. Now, thinking about that, my, uh, my sports teams obviously haven't got that message because each time the Bills or the Cubs make a trade, it seems like it always goes wrong. Um, and they seem to trade down. But in life, no matter what we're trading, we want to trade up. Uh, one of my favorite all-time board games, and I don't get to play it often because it takes way too long, especially when you play with me, uh, and my... Uh, wife doesn't like the game so much because it lasts so long and because I always win. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've played. But the game that I love to play uh, more than a lot of any other board games is Monopoly. And uh, part of the reason for that uh, is I've always played with people that are willing to trade this, that actually I end up getting the better deal and they get the worse deal. Uh, and uh, I used to do it all the time. Uh, I would play with people who maybe were younger than me, and I would trick them into, you know, trading me all four railroads for one purple uh, property or something like that. Um, but the idea always was, if I was going to do a trade, I wanted to make sure it was worth the trade. Uh, one person I ran into that wouldn't do this was actually uh, my wife's sister, my sister-in-law. She, we started playing, and she won't trade no matter what. You could give her the world, and she won't trade anything. So that made me really, really frustrated and that actually might have been the last time I played that game. Um, <laughs> not all of you know me that well, but I am fairly competitive, and when I lose, I tend to take it to heart for a while. I'm trying to get better on that, and God is working on me. Um, but anyway, the idea of trading is something we're all familiar with. We trade every day. Uh, when we go to the store, we're trading our money for an item. Uh, we are giving up that money that we have to be able to use to get something we need. Uh, Or maybe it's trading other things in our life. We make decisions with our time where we have to decide to trade something for something else. And today I want to take a few minutes to talk about uh, this idea of what we should be trading in our lives. And specifically, today as we talk about Graduation Sunday, a lot of what I'm going to be saying, a lot of what uh, will go to God's Word to see... I want the graduates to listen to because they're going into their life now. They're entering a new stage of life in which... uh, they might be out of the house now and their parents might not be right there and they might not be going to our church next year in some cases. We don't know where they're all going to be, but they're embarking on this new journey and I want to encourage them to be traders, to trade for the better, to trade up. But as I talk to them, this, these principles don't just apply just to graduating seniors. These principles apply to me, they apply to you, they apply to everyone here that we are making sure that in our life we are trading things that are of less value for things that are of much more value. And I have a short video right now that I want everybody to watch, take a few minutes. And this this video is called Definition of a Trader. What it is that a trader, not traitor like T-R-A-I-T-O-R, but T-R-A-D-E-R, a trader, what a trader is. So you watch the video and then afterwards we'll just talk about a few things that in our lives we should trade. Or 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Ah. Uh. Okay. We think it's going to play Mitch or not? <laughs> you know, the last time I spoke, I wanted to show a video and the lights went out, or the projector went out. Now, and I, oh, there we go. <laughs> Obviously, that's not how it was supposed to look, but at least we got the sound. Uh, I apologize for that. It worked earlier in the week. Sometimes God throws us curveballs. But, um, but I want to talk about this idea about trading, about being a trader. And really what that talks about, that the video, uh, it was basically a sketch video where they drew, as they talked, they were drawing the different images and the different words that he was talking about. But the idea behind that was that we would see a generation that would rise up, that would be willing to trade in the traditional American dream of success and money and prestige and all that stuff. And instead of focusing on all that stuff, that they would trade up. They would trade and become traders and trade for what God has for them, what God has ordained for them to do in this life. And today that's what we're going to talk about. There's five things I want to talk about this morning in which we should trade. And once again, as I talk, we're talking to the seniors, we're also talking to all of us here first thing that when we are thinking about being a trader and trading up in this life, we need to trade our effort and strength 
for God's power. Uh, the verse, there's a verse in Isaiah, and it's a pretty popular verse, but I want to just read it. I want you to listen to what it says. It's Isaiah chapter 40, uh, verses 29 through 31. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 29 through 31. In this verse, we see that we need to trade up for God's power and not rely on our own. In Isaiah, we read this. He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no might, he increases their strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This passage is in the context of Isaiah talking about how God has created all things. And when we're going through the midst of trials and trouble, that we can look to God for strength and not our own strength. That it says here that even youths will faint and be weary. As we remember these graduates, they're, they're young, they've got energy, they're going into life. And yet even they will get weary. Even they will faint at some point. And I want to say that to you guys. Your life, it's, it's not going to be necessarily uh, all roses. There's going to be hard times. There's going to be hard roads to walk. But what we need to do is trade our strength or us saying, you know, when troubles come, when things are going on in our life, we're going to rely on ourselves. We're going to rely on our own strength. That isn't what God asks of us. He says that if you want true power, if you want true strength to get through anything that life throws at you, you will look to God and look to God alone. Because he gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases their strength. So maybe the youth, as youth, you'll faint and be weary. Maybe you may fall, but yet God is there to pick you up. God is there. You need to rely on his strength to get you through life. Whether that's in college, whether that's in a new job, whether that's uh, just, whether that's staying here at home, but yet not being in a school environment any longer. Whatever you might be doing as an adult, wherever, if it's at your workplace, if it's uh, in your family. When you have trouble, look to God and his strength and don't rely on your own. So we need to trade our effort and our strength for God's power. The next thing we need to trade is our wealth and desire for money for God's riches. Uh, In Matthew chapter 6, we see this idea of trading our wealth and what we can accumulate for what God offers. Matthew chapter 6, and this is another familiar passage. Maybe many of you have heard it read before. It says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on the earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. If I could leave another little piece of wisdom from God's word to our graduates and to all of us here It's that kind of what they talked about up here. We need to trade that idea of the American dream. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to have money or success. Those are good things. But if we pursue those above all else, we are not looking for God's riches. We're looking for our own. Maybe in your life, you might not end up being the richest person, having the most money, having a whole lot of success even in the world's eyes. But if you are following God's way, you are obeying God and what he calls you to do, you are looking for ways to honor him daily. When you do that, you are gathering up treasures that will not decay. At the end of this is said, we need to start living not for the pleasures of today, but the pleasures of eternity. To look towards eternity in the way we live. 
And graduates, I want to say, in this life, in this world, you're going to be told that the only way that you can amount to anything is if you're successful, that you make a lot of money, and that people think a lot of you. But the truth is, it doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter how rich you are. It only matters what God thinks and what you've done for Him. That's what's going to last forever. All the money you earn, all the success you have, like I said, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's not going to last forever. What lasts forever is being faithful to God, being faithful to His Word, doing His will on this earth. Whether that means you're going to be a poor missionary in another country, whether you're even rich here in this country, but yet giving your life for Christ. That is what true riches, riches are. That is what true success is. It's looking to God's way and not our own. So we not only need to trade our, our strength for God's power, we need to trade our wealth for God's riches. Next, we need to trade our plans for God's path. We need to trade our plans for God's path. And what I mean by that is very simple. Uh, as we look at Scripture here, we're going to see that we need to trade what we think we want to do with our life and be open and ready to listen to what God has to say for where we should be in our lives. In Proverbs 16, verse 9, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 9, uh, we read this, uh, this short verse, but it says so much even in these few words. And it says this, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Look, you may be planning a lot of things for your life. You're planning on going to a certain college if you're a graduate. You're planning on doing a certain job. You're planning on this and planning on that, planning on getting married and having kids and having a life and, and buying a house. And you, you have plans. And once again, is it wrong to have plans? Well, of course not. We want to be proactive in planning our life, but yet we need to know that we need to be open and willing for God to direct us, no matter what our plans might be personal example of this when I was going to Bible college I had told my I had told a lot of people told myself told God this very simple phrase I said you know I will do anything in ministry except work with teenagers um, and uh, nothing against you teenagers because I, I love you guys now I really do I love you to death so don't take this the wrong way but when I was in Bible college I thought there is no way that I would ever want to work with teenagers they whine they complain they, uh, they're not mature, all those things. I made up all these things in my mind. Uh, God took me through a couple different steps in my life, and now I'm here. And uh, uh, as the associate pastor, you many of you know, one of my main responsibilities is working with youth. And I would not trade it for anything. This has been an exhilarating experience for me to be able to work with today's youth. You guys have been great. These seniors that are leaving, I said I only got like eight months to get to know them. I wish I would have had more time. I know some of them are staying around, which I'm really excited about. Uh, but these kids are great, and I love working with youth. And what I had to do, though, is say to God, you know what, I'm not going to give you boundaries for how you can use me. I will walk the path that you have for me. And that's nothing saying anything about myself, not bragging in any way, shape, or form, because God had to take me through a lot to get me to this place. So that's just a personal example. So make sure that you are trading your personal plans and what you want to do. Trade it to be looking for God's path in your life. He will, just, he will direct your path let him do that, and don't try to direct your own. It'll, you'll only end going to a, a, the wrong destination. Uh, the next, so not only then do we have to trade our strength for God's power and trade our wealth for God's riches and trade our plans for God's path, but next we also must trade our wisdom and our understanding and our knowledge. We must trade our understanding for God's wisdom. Another very famous verse I'm going to read, and I really wanted to read this verse today because I think it's so 
so good for today, especially as we talk to our, uh, to our seniors. And it's Proverbs 3, 5, and 7. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. And uh, this, these words I want everyone to listen to, especially our seniors. But this is what it says in Proverbs. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and depart from evil. This is one of those things that if I had one verse to share, and in the books that you guys got as gifts in the front is this verse is quoted. Because I think this is a verse that anyone can apply, but especially as you embark on this new journey in life, graduates, this is what I want you to walk away with to know, that you need to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't leave anything behind. Because now your parents might not be there to help. You're, you might be in a different church. You might be in a different situation, a different city. You might be faced with temptations you were never faced with before. But yet, what does God say? He says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Not just a piece, not just some, but trust in Him with all that you are. And lean not on your own understanding. You need to trade what we understand because our mind is finite. God's mind is infinite. And when we know that, we can look to what He wants us to understand. Pray, trust, Ask all those things instead of relying on what we understand and what we know. Look to God and His wisdom. And when we do that, we are acknowledging Him and then He will direct our paths. Goes back to just what we talked about. If you are willing to say, I don't understand much, God, you know all, and you are willing to say to Him, I acknowledge that you know all, and you follow Him, He will direct you where you should go. And finally, do not be wise in your own eyes. Same idea. It's not our wisdom that can do anything but fear the Lord and depart from evil that is what true wisdom really is it's fearing God and when we fear God and we depart from evil and we live for him we are showing that we trust him we are trading our understanding and our mind for the mind of God and that is something we all need to do especially graduates as you embark on this new journey and finally I'm going to one last thing one last thing that we should trade uh, and this is very interesting that I, I had planned this verse, and since then, uh, one of our seniors, Slade Ryan, put this on his Facebook page, and it was, on the, it was on the PowerPoint at the end, and it's a perfect verse to kind of conclude everything as I especially talk to these seniors, these graduating kids who are going on to the unknown. And as I do that, I want to encourage them with Joshua 1.9. Joshua 1.9, and that we will see that we need to trade our fear for courage. Trade our fear for courage. This verse is often quoted, and I think it does definitely apply to uh, today. And it says this. And this is, you know, Joshua is at a place now where he's about to command the army of Israel. He's about to be the leader of Israel. Moses is gone now. Now it's his turn to take the, take the reins of a whole nation and he's walking in uncharted territory. He's walking into this new situation like many of you seniors are. Or maybe even you as adults are sitting here and there's something new that you're walking into. And this is where Joshua's at. And what is he told? He is told this. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I want you to remember these words, graduates. I want all of us to remember these words. Do not be afraid or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This is such a promise, and I think we forget it an awful lot. 
we end up living our own lives. We go different places and we think that we are, uh, live, we are in this bubble that is just us. But yet, what we are told here is that God is with us wherever we go. If you're afraid, if you're going to college and you don't know what it's going to be like and you're kind of concerned that you're going to be away from home or maybe you're going to a whole other city and you just, you're concerned about that and you're afraid or you're afraid of what college life might bring as far as temptation and, and all those different things that will be coming your way. Uh, maybe you're just, you're just uneasy about where life is going to take you. It doesn't matter where you go or what you do. The Lord will always be with you. That's what Joshua 1.9 says. And that's not the only place in Scripture that we read that. Even Jesus, before he leaves this earth, he says, go make disciples of all nations. And at the end of that verse, he says, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. You see, Christ is right here with us no matter where we go. The Lord is here. If you know him as your personal Savior, if you've accepted him in your life and given his, your life over to him, when you've done that, he is with you. He is going to be there to give you this courage to be strong and courageous. We can't do that on our own. We do that through the presence of God. No matter where you go, whether you're still part of our family here at Alfred Almond Bible Church or whether you're halfway around the world, the beautiful thing for you to know is that God is with you wherever you may go. And therefore, we don't need to fear, we don't need to worry, because we know that God is there and God is looking after us. And as we talk about these things, we're reminded that we need to be traders, that we need to trade what the world says is important and trade up to what God says is important. Just like I would trade a purple property for four uh, railroads. Trade what the world says is good. Trade up to what God says is good because it's so much better. Even though the world may say it's not. Trusting him completely. Trading our strength for his power. Trading our wealth for his riches. Trading our plans for his path. Trading our understanding for his wisdom. And trading our fear for the courage that he can give us is so much greater than any of the things the world says they have to offer. So I would encourage you today as graduates, you're embarking on a new journey. And as you do that, remember the Lord is with you wherever you go. Remember to trade what is invaluable, unvaluable, isn't not valuable at all, however I want to say it. You know, whatever. You know what I'm saying. Trade what is not valuable for what truly is valuable above all else. And that's where I want to leave you graduates and everyone else here. Make sure that we are willing to trade up for what God has for us each and every day. Thanks. Everyone is invited after the service is over to go downstairs. We've got a cake and punch reception for all our graduates. Give you a chance to say congratulations and say hello to them. And also just, just remember that they're not alone in this journey. They're, they're, they're going into a new direction, and a lot of them, and God is going to be with them. But we also, as a church family, need to be willing to stay connected with them, make sure that they are, they are uh, living for God throughout their life. Uh, many of them, you guys have watched grow up from the time they were babies all the way up till now. And it's our job as a church to come beside them and encourage them and help them to live their life for Christ as best they can as well. And this is an opportunity just right now as we go downstairs to start that journey with them and congratulate them, tell them that you're praying for them and actually pray for them. They'll really appreciate that. And uh, we really look forward to seeing what God has in store for all their lives. And... Uh, I just want to thank you guys for um, ahead of time for praying for them, for looking for their own for their good. Let us pray, and then everyone is invited to go downstairs for that reception. Thank you.
dear Lord, I just thank you again for today. And I just pray that all of us here would be willing to be traders. They would be willing to trade what this world says is so valuable for what we know you have said is truly valuable. And as we do that, God, I just pray we do it for your glory, not so that we can look to ourselves as some kind of shining uh, good person, but instead that we can point everything to you, that your glory would shine forth through our lives. I pray for our graduates, those who are going on in life to do different things in different places. I just pray that you would remind them each and every day that you are right there beside them. And there's any time they, they are afraid or any time they don't understand life, that you are there to walk beside them and to guide them on your path. And God, I pray for all of us we'd remember that as well. I pray that you would uh, bless the time we have downstairs right now and we thank you for those who have put the time into planning it and setting it all up downstairs as well. We pray for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.